This is Retire at Peace with Gerald G. Ginwright from Mainstream Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Gerald provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retire at Peace with Gerald G. Ginwright. Hello and welcome back to Retire at Peace. This is Gerald G. Ginwright with Mainstream Financial Group. If you would like more information about what you hear during the show today, give us a call at 888-324-0589 or visit us online at retireatpeacepodcast.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page and check out our past shows and subscribe on Apple Podcast or Spotify. At some point, Most people come to accept that one of life's only guarantees is that things are going to change, whether we want them to or not. Retirement is no different. The Social Security Act wasn't signed into law until 1935, and Medicare wasn't signed into law until 1965. It's difficult to imagine folks navigating retirement without these two programs, but For roughly a century and a half, millions of Americans did just that. And it wasn't just the development of government programs that fueled transformative changes to retirement. Though pensions have been around since the early 1870s, they didn't become common until the Internal Revenue Act of 1921 exempted contributions to employee pensions from federal corporate income tax. And don't forget that a mere 50 years ago, 401ks and IRAs, two retirement bedrocks for millions of contemporary Americans, didn't even exist. I chose today's topic after reading a Money Crashers article, 11 Ways Retirement Has Changed Over the Last 25 Years. The article's first piece of information that real Social Security benefits have declined over time is certainly a doozy, but it's true. Between 1975 and 1985, the Social Security Administration's annual cost of living adjustment averaged a healthy 7.7%, which outpaced inflation. And during that time, the highest cost of living bump was truly stunning, 14.3%. But boy, oh boy, have things changed since 2009. From that year through 2020, the average cost of living adjustment was a decidedly stingy 1.38%. And in three of those years, there was actually no cost of living adjustment. Accordingly, The article explains that Social Security's real-world purchasing power dropped a breathtaking 30% between 2000 and 2020. If ever there was a reason to work very closely with a trusted financial services professional, 
devising a retirement strategy that factors in, but doesn't overly rely on Social Security may be the reason. The next big retirement change that more employers are transitioning from pensions to contribution accounts probably isn't much of a shock to most of our listeners. A mere 25 years ago, pensions were still fairly common, but in the years since, there's been a tremendous acceleration in the shift away from pensions to contribution plans like 401ks and 403bs. Additionally, many pension funds are seeking to buy out their beneficiaries in the process. The pension plan seeks to provide one-time payments through a process called de-risking. The benefit for the pension fund is the aforementioned one-time payment rather than lifetime payments. While this is certainly a significant shift, many younger workers have access to employer-provided retirement accounts. And if they don't, they can work with a financial services professional to set up a retirement income strategy that simultaneously suit their current needs and their retirement goals. The shift from pensions to contribution accounts is a good reminder that changes to retirement are inevitable. And speaking of contribution accounts, according to the article, a surprising 41% of full-time millennial workers don't have access to an employer-sponsored retirement plan. The rising tide of 1099 gig economy workers is a significant contributing factor to that. That said, the article goes on to explain that only 31% of millennials who have access to an employer-sponsored plan take advantage of that. To me, that is very concerning. That's a very concerning number. Ultimately, whether you have access to an employer plan or you have to go it alone, it's important to set and get things rolling with a savings tool long before your retirement. Change isn't always something that simply happens to us while we sit passively. Sometimes we can spark positive change with our decisions. Another big change when it comes to preparing for retirement is that Americans simply aren't saving enough money. In fact, a truly alarming 42% of baby boomers have nothing saved. That's right, zero. The article points to that in a study that found that 70% of boomers who are saving for retirement still have less than $5,000 socked away. When it comes to retiring when you want and how you want, saving and then saving some more and then saving a little more than that is one of the most important things that you can do. The article next tells us that Americans are living longer than ever, which is certainly good news as long as your retirement strategy has you covered. At Mainstream Financial Group, we say, don't let your money run out before you do. The average American life expectancy is currently about 78.5 years. Just 25 years ago, the average American life expectancy was about 74.4 years. 
while a longer life gives you more time for adventures and hobbies, you'll also need enough money to pay for all of that. Remember, pensions are fading quickly. So make sure you're working with a financial services professional to take advantage of a 401k and an IRA or something similar. You can also put together a combination platter of multiple retirement savings tools. Rising healthcare costs are another element of retirement that's changed a great deal during the last couple of decades. Between 1992 and 2018, per capita healthcare spending in the United States jumped from $5,187 to $11,172, according to the article. Unfortunately, healthcare costs are likely to continue their upward spiral. Research from the HealthView Services projects that lifetime health care costs for couples who are 65 will be nearly $540,000. And here's another gut punch. That figure doesn't even include long-term care expenses. Future health care costs are a significant concern for nearly all of my clients and one thing I always try to do when I'm chatting about that is not to sugarcoat the situation. Healthcare is expensive. It's that simple. But there are proven strategies and tools that can help you get the protection you need without blowing up your retirement budget. Medicare's Part D prescription drug coverage is another significant change to retirement that's popped up in the last quarter century. The Medicare Prescription Drug Improvement and Modernization Act of 2003, which went into effect in 2006, provided millions of Americans with new options for getting their prescriptions. Specifically, the law implemented what we now know today as Medicare Part D coverage which allows private sector drug plans that are regulated by Medicare. With these plans, retirees can pay a monthly fee in exchange for lower prescription prices. I think these plans are a great option, but there are other options and tools and products that I'd urge retirees to consider before making a final decision, including prescription drug discount cards. Prescription drug coverage as we age is obviously very important in navigating the process and finding the resources you need can be tricky. So don't hesitate to reach out for help. And Part D isn't the only titanic change that's come to Medicare in the last 25 years. Medicare Advantage plans, which began gaining traction in the late 1990s, have become another tool for plenty of retirees to rely on. Also, call Medicare Part C. These are private plans regulated by Medicare. That typically provides the policyholder with additional services compared to original Medicare. You'll often see Medicare Advantage policies billed as all-in-one plans because 
they may provide enhanced coverage beyond traditional Medicare for things like dental and vision. Just bear in mind that these plans typically require you pay an additional premium. Though there is very little question that these plans are increasingly popular, they share some of the same complexities that we addressed a couple of minutes ago with prescription drug plans, which means you should do your homework, shop around, and ask for help before you make your final decisions. If you've enjoyed today's show, visit us at retiredpeacepodcast.com and click on my radio page. And while there, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And finally, if you would like more information about what we discussed today, give us a call at 888-324-0589. Thanks for listening. And until next week, this is Gerald G. Shinwright. Thank you for listening to Retire at Peace. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Gerald G. Ginwright at Mainstream Financial Group. Call 205-324-0589 or visit him online at retireatpeacepodcast.com. Gerald Ginwright and Mainstream Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed on the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.